Good morning and good afternoon. Welcome to this week's edition of the Digital Shop Talk Radio. I'm Tom Dorsey, and today we got a great show for you. We're talking TVP to TVPX transition, and we've got a great group of shop owners and shop operators here today to talk to us uh, through that. Uh, so what I'd like to do is welcome first back to the show, and look at Billy Ketching coming in right on time like a true professional. Matt Fowler, you guys might remember him. He's from Airport Automotive, been on several times. Always full of information and knowledge to help us transition to that digital shop operation. Welcome, Matt. Great to see you, buddy. Thanks, Tom. It's been a while, man. Yeah, could be a stranger. Overdue, been busy, but glad to be here. Good, good, good. Thanks for having me. And this guy that's uh, over here having the fit and doing this cartwheel, that's Billy Catching. And you might remember Billy. Matter of fact, Billy had a couple breakouts at our uh, digital shop conference. Been on the show several times. Really excited to have him back from Aaron's Automotive in Fresno, California, or Clovis, California. Welcome, Billy. Right on time, brother. Man, I am very technologically challenged. No, he's not. <laughs> but I made it. He's but I made it. Pulling your leg. Right. And welcome for the first time, Dustin Brown from Dustin's Automotive Experts, uh, or excuse me, Brown's Automotive Experts, and uh, I think you're out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, welcome on the show, buddy. Multi-shop owner, by the way, so you're going to bring a great perspective to this conversation. Yeah, happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Looking forward to it. Of course, of course. Now, thanks for coming in. And of course, our brain trust, our expert panel of experts joining us, Bill Connor and Uba Kleinschmidt. Welcome, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. And I know this is a, this is going to be a good one. I want to dive right in because we're going to use the full hour. Make sure you got a pen and paper handy. Make sure you use that chat function, the Q&A, whichever is your flavor. Uh, either way, we're going to get your questions answered uh, live. Uh, make sure you follow up on the Facebook forum, right? If, if uh, you hear something, you think of something, you didn't get a question, you know, question answered, get on that Facebook forum. Reach out to these gentlemen because they are here to help. They've been through it all. Uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and they are going to talk today about uh, giving you some ideas on why you should be thinking about that switch. If you're new to auto vitals, what to expect, uh, but also some tips and tricks and some pitfalls to avoid and great stuff like that. And most importantly, the benefits, the results that they've gotten from that switch, uh, which we've been talking a little bit about in pre-show, but we want to bring it to you today. Uh, so let's jump in. If you could, I kind of want to go around the horn, gentlemen. Uh, Dustin, I think I'll start off with you, if I could, and just kind of introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your operation, what your role is there, and, you know, really, um, you know, how long have you been using Auto Vitals? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we have three locations here in Albuquerque. We opened our third location uh, July of 2019, and we've been with Auto Vitals. You know, I couldn't answer that question. I cannot remember a time we didn't have Auto Vitals, to be honest with you. Uh, we might have been one of the first stores in Albuquerque to start utilizing digital inspections. Auto Vitals has always been the leader in digital inspections and everything they did, people followed suit from there. So, uh, yeah, we, we, we really have bought into digital inspections. We utilize in all three locations. Um, we've been operating in Albuquerque since about 1986. So a uh, lot of good customer feedback. That's fantastic. And uh, how about you, Matt? What, uh, you know, give us a, give us a, a, a reminder who you are and what you do and how long you've been with Autovitals since the beginning. Sure, no problem. Um, so I'm the service manager here at Airport Automotive and we are a single location, kind of a smaller outfit. We have uh, three technicians, two service riders, 
And we, um, yeah, so we've got just the single spot here in Colorado Springs. And we have been um, with Auto Vitals now. Uh, this will be our fourth year. And it started, the owner had the product prior to um, me being here, but we never used it. I mean, it literally was tablets on the shelf with dust on them. And then I came out to shop conference. Um, it's hard to remember now what that year was, but yeah. four years ago. Four years, yeah. 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 And that's when I really uh, got exposed to the product and the depth of it. And so when I came back at that point, I would... Um, I would say I was the, the auto vitals advocate and yeah. um, just put tablets in all the guys' hands. And we, uh, it's now fully our culture. And uh, we, we are now to the point where we've been on TVPX for, uh, since it started. So just yeah. about a little over a year ago. And we are uh, refining it and doing quite a bit. So, so I've been on that platform uh, since it came out, since we were uh, out in California for the last live conference or in-person conference. Yeah, no, and he's going to bring a great perspective because he, just like you said, he's one of the first adopters. I mean, they jumped right on it, had a lot of input and, uh, you know, actually kind of played that kind of guinea pig role as we're going through this transition, right? Yeah. So a lot of the, um, you know, benefits that you receive for those folks that are on TVPX know and they know what, what I'm talking about, you know, came from from guys like Matt. And, and it's always great to have Matt on. Matt's a you know, service manager, he brings a completely different perspective, an operational perspective. You know, it's one of those things like when I was in the military, right? You know, you, the officers, yeah, yeah. You know, they, 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 they get all the credit, but really, you know, it's the boots on the ground. It's the troops in the trenches that do the work. And, uh, you know, so, so we appreciate having the offensive linemen of automotive repair come on the show because it always allows you to hear it from a different perspective, open your mind to, uh, maybe reach out more to your team and, and, and involve them in a lot of the setup and decision and responsibility for implementation. And you find out that uh, teamwork makes the dream work. Uh, Billy Catching, always great to have you on, my man. Uh, really appreciate you taking the time. I know that, you know, uh, you guys, uh, you know, don't have a lot of staff over there at Arams and, it, and it's always a, a blessing, Billy, when you can take time and join us uh, to get your perspective. And for folks that don't know Billy, well, I'm not going to steal your thunder, Billy. You tell us uh, who you are, what you do, how you got involved in Auto Vitals, and, you know, uh, also helping us out in the digital shop conferences, teaching some service writer classes. So uh, welcome, buddy. Good morning, gentlemen. It's a real pleasure to be here with you all again. Uh, my name is, again, Billy Ketching. I am the service manager slash wearer of most all hats at Aram's Automotive in Fresno, California. Um, our staff, I run three techs. I am the only service writer, parts procurer, parts returner, um, and uh, editor and user of the AutoVital product. And um, runs like a 90% picture edit rate, a 98% cent rate. I mean, this guy, you know, he probably has extra arms that hide behind his back. You just don't see him when he's on. <laughs> yeah, don't give me too much credit. It was actually 97.6 in the last email for my oh. edit rate. But oh, darn. Um, what's plus or minus a percent, right? Um, <laughs> so we've been with Auto Vitals. I believe we came on board in 2017, uh, much like Matt's situation. When I came to work for Aaron, we had a different product um, that. I tried to utilize because I saw the value in that type of information being given to the customer, but I didn't find it to be very user-friendly and I was never really given any good answers as to how to get 
the product to work better, I was always just invited to sit down, take time out of my day and attend a webinar that I had to schedule two weeks ahead of time. And then when I couldn't make it, it, I just never could use the product very well. So we took a demonstration, uh, Aram and I, and I told him on the way back from that demonstration with Yuva and the guys down in Goleta that um, if you got the product, I would make it make money for us. Oh, and yes. we went live, uh, feet to the fire. This has kind of been the way we've worked with Auto Vitals. Uh, the day we implemented it, Aram had an ATI super conference to go to in Phoenix. So the day we went live, I got the keys to the castle with no safety net. Um, we went live. Uh, we made it work. Uh, we made sure that we got all of our guys to kind of buy into the product. And then that's kind of how we ended up with, with the new X platform as well. Um, we had a, uh, an email and I failed to do my job. Um, so when I came to work on a Monday morning, we had X loaded and that's not the program I was running Friday. So, um, but we've been with it now. I think we're going on about our fifth month or so, somewhere right in there. Um, and really enjoying the, the, the new product. It's been a little bit of a, um, it's been a learning curve, but it's, it's very manageable. And so what was, so for you, it was like, uh, you know, so did, were you aware of the TVPX before? Was it something you and Aaron had been talking about maybe doing? I mean, because if you came in and you just walked in and, 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 the, and, the, and it was a big switch, that had to be a shock. That had to have been, you know, quite a day or a what? Day, uh, to deal with. Was there any planning involved? Yes. So to answer your question, um, I am a member on the Facebook forum as well. And I had seen Yuva uh, mention it, drop some screenshots of it. Um, we really talked about it, but not so much as to when we were going to go to it. It was more or less, um, hey, have you looked at it? And I, honestly, I hadn't looked at it all that, that much. It was kind of in the background for me. Um, and then Shaney uh, Jen, our uh, onboard advisor, called and she's wanted to talk about it and she's like i really want you guys to go on board because i think you'll find benefits to the platform so she gave me the information she sent me an email confirming the date we were going to go and she asked me she invited me to uh, view a couple um seminars of, of what the differences were and kind of how to how to get your feet wet with the program but like i said it, it, i get so busy sometimes i got sidetracked and then when I went home on Friday, I should have just watched the videos uh, either after hours or from home. So luckily for me, I come in about a half hour to 45 minutes before my guys start. So on that Monday morning, I saw right away I was going to have a problem because I wasn't going to be able to dispatch work the way I normally would have. So I had to start watching videos for about 25 to 30 minutes. And then that was enough to get the guys going. And then I continued to watch some more throughout the course of the day when I had time. So it was trial by fire, but like I said, it uh, it's easy enough to to use, especially having some experience in the old platform. Not that they're the same, but some of the processes are the same. It's just there's a lot more advanced features in the new platform. Yeah, yeah. Once you kind of get over that visual shock, and then you you know, and then you start figuring out what's what and what things are, and 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 how they you know correlate to the TVP version. Um, it, it becomes pretty, it's really intuitive and it's some of the more advanced stuff takes a little bit of planning, a little, you know, teamwork, uh, meeting with your crew, making sure that it's the right, uh, time and place. And we'll talk about that today, uh, on what those 
features are and those benefits of those features are and how to get those things implemented as well. Uh, Matt, what about you, buddy? What what made you decide to, to, to make the switch? I mean, like I said, we, you were one of the first adopters. Um, you know, what was the big kind of promise that you were looking for uh, when you guys switched over? Or did you just like the new stuff? Well, I mean, yeah, that, that was part of it, <laughs> um, to be honest. Um, you know, for me, it was, it was, I already knew um, that Auto Vitals was, was how we were going to be doing inspections. And I felt like we had the current product pretty well um, established, refined. And when um, some of the developing team was talking about TVPX, um, I actually jumped in on a couple of calls and they kind of showed me some screenshots. And um, just so early on, I, I got some of those little tasters and I was like, man, this, this looks really good. Um, kind of that turbo shop label we had enabled yeah. in that before. So yeah, so when we came out to California and I got a little bit more information on it, um, I really just, I felt like we were a good shop for it, that I um, had enough familiarity with kind of the thinking of, of Auto Vitals and, and now to just improve upon it, have a new platform to really then pave the road for the next uh, generation of it to me was exciting. I, I felt kind of part of that innovative um, part of the, the team, even though you know, technically I'm, I'm a customer. So. Shoot. I mean, to, for both of you guys, they built, I, I know for a fact, they went and built a lot of kind of the functionality around how you applied uh, uh, the, the program, right. The tool, especially, uh, you know, on the, on the legacy version. Uh, so in other words, we learned a lot from you, both of you. Uh, that's why we, we, we had you uh, in turbos or at the conference, um, helping us to learn more from you. <laughs> and so don't, don't, uh, don't shy away from that. Pat yourself on the back, you know, in all turbo shops, everybody that was involved. And that's really, you know, one of the success keys to auto vitals is that we are that open and we bring in the operators and we listen to them. And, you know, and that's why we harp on this show all the time about putting your techs together and your staff together and listening to them and letting them kind of help you help them. Right. Uh, it's no different. So we like to put our money where our mouth is. Dustin, would you say you, you were using T the legacy TVP for about a year before you switched over? Was that right? And was that in three locations? Uh, yes. You know, uh, my thumb wasn't as much on the pulse of what you guys are doing on changes. Why or we were kind of hit with an email by Shaney saying, Hey, in two weeks, we're going to move this over. So we're like, Oh, I guess it's uh, auto vitals is doing their update. And, and historically, you know, auto vitals does yearly updates. I didn't think it was a option to switch. Nice. Um, I, I talked to Shady and our approach was we did one of the stores first and then we let them roll with it for a couple of weeks. And then two weeks later, we did the second two weeks after that, we did the third. Uh, I really liked that approach because it gave us some internal support. So when we opened the second store, got on board, they could contact internally each other and kind of feed off each other, give each other some feedbacks, tips and stuff they learned. Uh, made sure everybody watched the videos so they weren't completely blindsided when this thing came on board. Yeah, and that really does help, but it doesn't help as much as just diving in and kind of doing it. But there was some some familiar, familiarities. Uh, Shaney did a great job. We scheduled time for her to call each of the store managers and go over the change so that they could ask her questions directly and get that introduction to her. So all that stuff went, went pretty smooth. And um, 
you know, after the first day or two, you know, the first day or two, anything changes. Everyone's like, are they gripe about it? But yeah. then they start seeing it and they start seeing how much time they're saving and the benefits of it. Uh, what I kind of talked to all the managers yesterday about what they liked about it. I mean, they all had quite a bit that they liked about it now that they got over that initial that initial learning curve. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. And so there's, there's some, some pretty cool stories, right? Is, is, you know, you got, you got Matt, who's, you know, excited about the new stuff and, and just trust pretty much anything that falls out of Uva's head. You, you got Dustin who just thought, you know, it was mandatory. So great job, Shaney. And uh, I want to give you uh, two thumbs up and, and Billy who says, yeah, I'm going to do this thing. And then, Oh, <laughs> that's today. Um, Bill, how do we, because, you know, Bill put a lot of this work together, gentlemen, uh, and, and for folks that don't know in the audience. And so what I'm hearing, Bill, is that the work that you put in is validated as being very helpful and really making that transition uh, much smoother. Talk to us a little bit, Bill, about how you came up with that training and that transition material, what the goal behind that was when you were creating that content and how do you feel it went? And, and also one last thing is, when you're bringing somebody over and you're preparing them for the switch, what are the important things that folks need to be prepared for or looking for uh, before they go live? Unlike uh, Bailey, just remembering to set an alarm on a Monday. Well, one of the interesting things is the process must be working pretty good because from Dustin's standpoint, he pretty much said, I'm going to do this. He delegated it to his CS trainer to go ahead and work with the shops individually. And then he just got out of the way and made it happen. So, you know, the process seems to work pretty well that, you know, the information is going to the shop that, you know, this is the date that this is going to happen. This is the material you need to look at, you know, go into the demo shop and go ahead and make sure it loads on, on all the service writers monitors in case the resolution is not right. Um, they go ahead and tell them to, you know, get the app on all their tablets, make sure it loads on the tablet so they don't have some outdated tablet that um, doesn't support it. Um, you know, enter that phone number and that's kind of a signal to go forward. And for those that have an inspection sheet that they really love, if they go ahead and get with their trainer and say, hey, you know, I love the idea to guide it, but my inspection sheet doesn't have that. Then if they'll ask their trainer, they can actually turn on the fields for guided that if you don't want to use our inspection sheet, you can use ours as a, a path to understand what to put in there but you can go and prepare your inspection sheet in advance so that way you're ready to rock and roll on day one. So the tools are there. It's just a matter of, of asking some questions and you know, taking them phone calls from your trainer and just it's moving forward. You know, and Dustin, we talked a little bit yesterday in the pre-show and, and a little bit this morning about that transition, right? And what would you say to folks, you know, to kind of look out for, uh, you know, what are some of the, um, let's say, Let's say, uh, let me, I got to word it in, in Bill language. What are some of the unexpected opportunities that you ran across that you had to find a solution for to take advantage of those awesome opportunities? Yeah, absolutely. So with any change, everyone's attentive to it. All the techs are hyper attentive to it, the advisors. So I was getting some feedback about, oh, this is different or this is different. Uh, and I think some of it might have changed. I think some of it was just them being more attentive to it. But what it did is it gave us a good opportunity. It gave me an opportunity to kind of revisit my inspection sheet and update it and really force my hand to get in and look at each, each of our inspection topics and what the actions are, what the videos were, things of that nature. So, um, yeah, that, that actually was a blessing to do, to do that. It took some time, 
but sometimes your hand needs to be forced. You know, you, you have to make time to do stuff or it just always ends up on the back burner. So it was, it was actually beneficial. Like uh, the good got turned into no issue. So I had to go in and change a little bit of that, but I just use that as an opportunity to reevaluate my whole inspection yeah, you, process. Like a full audit. And so well, then what's been the results of that audit? You made some changes. You kind of set it up different from the way you had it before. Uh, can, have you noticed in from a metrics perspective, have you noticed improvement in efficiencies, improvement in number of recommendations or anything like that? Motorist research time uh, in your metrics. Uh, yes, I would say so. Research time is definitely improving. A lot of good positive feedback, not just from the, the, the front front office but also from customers they really like the better uh, it's a lot easier to read the inspection when you text it or email it to them so the research time has increased the interaction with the customers have been smoother and easier they could just click a click a button on their phone takes them right to what needs service right to what's good it's not they're not swiping through it so so much easier to read on the customer side and we have gotten a lot of positive feedback with that. Yeah, that's fantastic. And that positive feedback, a lot of times, you know, you hear, you know, what is it, what's the saying for everyone that you, you, you talk to it's 10 or a hundred more that, that actually feel that way. And I'm sure where you see that positive feedback is in the approval rate, right? Because when you make it easier for them to um, interact with the inspection results and to understand and interpret and make decisions based off of them, well, the natural, uh, result of that is higher approval rate yeah yeah absolutely the more time they look at it the more interactive they are with the process the the more they're going to want to do some of that work for sure yeah so that that's fantastic so for folks if any of you are sitting on the fence or you know maybe you're in a point of sale that doesn't play nice yet with uh the tvpx i mean it's food for thought right is that it's yes it's going to be beneficial for your team and we're going to talk about that and talk more in depth about what those benefits are and improvements in performance, really, in, in which leads to efficiency of improvements. But uh, it's a big impact on that customer as well. So something to think about when you're looking at or thinking about uh, making that change. And any of these uh, um, uh, gentlemen, I'm sure, would be uh, happy to share an example of what that uh, new um, you know, interface looks like. Uh, with you. If you haven't seen it, you can find it on Facebook or of course, reach out to your advisor and they'll be more than happy to walk you through that and get you a demo set up so you can take a look at that uh, for yourself. So Matt, how about you? Oh, you know what, I want to bring you in because, you know, uh, I, it, the your level of restraint today is is actually starting to worry me a little bit because I haven't heard from you yet. Get in here and ask some questions. Maybe I set the stage a little bit. <clears throat> you know, it was not that we had nothing to do and wanted to fiddle with the software. And it was, there were very clear trends and also requirements from shop owners to take care of. And, and so to give you one of the most controversial I shouldn't say controversial, but most discussed feature was the chat, right? We, we selected in the old system, when you write a chat, everybody gets it, right? And some thought, wow, that's great. Everybody's up to date. And others said, when are you going to stop this? Where is the button to stop the message? 
which is not directed to me, right? So that was a typical um, discussion we had. And so we just turned it into uh, a chat system, which hopefully um, it improves <clears throat> productivity because you can create group chats, you get a read receipt and, and and that's just what you got used to when you use all those different Hangouts, Facebook Messenger, whatever, Snapchat. You know, there, there's some standards to adhere to, right? But there are specific things which in the shop, you know, turn a chat into a productivity tool. So you have to add additional information automatically, blah, 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 that I don't want to go too much into details, but that's, there were clear trends. You said motorists can read this better now um, because we are up against any digital format, whether you buy on Amazon or you do other things online, right? We, we have to feed the same quality or better to the motorist otherwise i go to my auto repair shop and that stuff looks a little okay compared with my other online stuff right that should never happen ever right and so were the the forces which um made us uh, change a lot more the, the the thing um which was really a leap of faith is the task manager right because we observed that a lot of service advisors are jugglers and of tasks and it's easy to drop the ball, right? And so the task manager allows you to not drop the ball. It might, you know, go a little bit in the background because another higher priority interrupt comes in, but you will never forget it. It always stays there, right? And so we did that as a, as a new feature, right? So, so it was, there was a lot of stuff uh, and, and, you know, it, it's up to our customers to tell us whether we hit the right stripe. That is probably the question. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, it's interesting too, because it, it seems like that those were some, like those were sleeper features almost, right? And as they developed, you know, because maybe they weren't uh, as robust when, when they first released, but through that interaction and feedback, they became extremely powerful. And I think a lot of people got into TVPX for whatever reason, faster, is going to look better, you know, it's new, you know, I'm supposed to do it, I have to do it. But then really found out that that the, the improvements to the editor, the task manager, which is something that hasn't, I don't think, been available in any other tool really uh, available to automotive repair before. Um, really, really improved um, efficiency and productivity and just organization uh, at the front counter. Would you agree, Matt? How, yeah. how, tell us a little bit about some of the kind of things that were surprises to you that have been really, you know, beneficial for you uh, as you're running this tool. Yeah. So, sorry, um, sorry I, I, I forgot one thing and Matt is probably going to talk about it. And there was the photo editor, what used to be called the photo editor. Right, we the photo editor was an add-on in, in, in the previous tool, right? So you had to do first your normal stuff with the inspection and then go to the photo editor to edit it. And the feedback was very clear by 
people like Matt, why do I need to first go through the inspection sheet and then jump to the photo editor? So we, instead of just taking a off the shelf photo editor, we try to take those features of an off the shelf photo editor, sophisticated things with writing on, on, on a picture and combine that with a whole notes editor, right? So now you can just go into the photo editor and go from topic to topic and not only look at pictures, but the whole impression to the customer and look at the notes and, and so on and so forth. Sorry, Matt, but that, that, that was really something I wanna point out. Well, I was gonna take a half hour on the other two things you mentioned, but since you got it. <laughs> no, but, um, uh, so going back to that early on, they were like, hey, we wanna do this. Hey, we wanna do that. And uh, the, the execution of it now it's, it's really a struggle for me to think about using the service without these, these areas that AutoVitals created within TVPX. So uh, the message center, he mentioned that. So, so now I can communicate individually, I can communicate corporately, or I can communicate on a topic or a vehicle. So, so in, that, in that same little uh, section of AutoVitals, I can, I can do a lot more I have a lot more diversification. And so kind of like Uva touched on, you know, the, the culture has moved into these messaging platforms within other products. And now AutoVitals has that, that's much more natural. If I use AutoVitals or I'm not used to it, just with how other things in my life that I interface with from a messaging standpoint are. Um, it also allowed me to increase accountability because before it was, you know, the, the tablet is the process. Well, now it's it, the tablet is gospel because if I messaged you that that work was approved and you've been updated and now you know the order of your tiles and I've messaged you specifically on this vehicle, those spark plugs are here. I mean, I have, not only do I have the communication but I also have it stamped and I also have authentication of when that message was checked. So there can just, there can be a lot of, um, you know, let's let's work as a team. But if, from a managerial standpoint, where did the team member specifically maybe uh, drop the ball, and then I can go back to the service writer and say, "Hey, well, you didn't even let the dude know his brakes were here," or, "Dude, you know your brakes were here an hour ago, and you acknowledged that message." So there's a whole other accountability yeah. piece that's within that that helps the management side of things. So. That's the task manager. I can go on, but there's other people. Or the messenger. Oh, that's fantastic. And and that's, you know, and it's probably, so Billy, how about you? I mean, was there something where you kind of got in it? You know, you saw it on Facebook, saw it in the forum, had some expectation, watched the videos, but then is now, have you found uh, some new function that you, you know, really love and, and now rely on similar to Matt where you couldn't even imagine going backwards. You know, and we've done that twice now, Uva is, couldn't imagine going back to paper now couldn't imagine going back to tvp that's pretty impressive yeah so kind of to just piggyback off of what matt said um and yuva's what line of sorry guys sorry guys i'm working with my iphone and i got a 20 year old trying to get her driver's license i'm sure she's got questions but she'll have to wait um to piggyback off of that messaging system, we never really used that very much because we're a smaller formatted shop, uh, only three gentlemen. I'm not too far away from it at any time. 
but now that we've started using it much more in the in the X platform, it's so easy to use. And like was been pointed out on a couple of different occasions now, there's there's all kinds of accountability that comes with it now because now I can tell I can tell you as an individual, I can tell you as a as the entire team, um, hey, we're gonna stop and eat at such and such time, or I need you guys all to work a little bit longer. And then everybody acknowledges that they saw it. So you, you don't get that, it, like Matt said, from the management perspective. Um, I don't make a promise for a delivery on a time or something uh, where normally the guy might be clocking out for lunch, but I told him, hey, I, I promised this car. He doesn't just walk out on me anymore. He's, he knows because he, he knows I'm going to call him on the mark on the mat because he read that message. So now that we have that ability to get the read receipt, I, I couldn't imagine not having it anymore because there, it just brings a whole nother level of accountability to each, each interaction you have with your techs. Yeah. Well, and that was a critical component to keep you at the desk, right? Because before you sent it and you're like, Oh, well, the thing still hasn't happened. Now I have to go out there. I'm, I, I can't help myself. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to ask them. Yeah, I saw it, you know? And then you're like, ah, I didn't need to come out here. But um, uh, now with that read receipt, it really is, I think, the critical component to, to make it truly like we've always been saying is that it eliminates the need to run back and forth from the front counter, text to the front, service riders to the back uh, in your shop operation. Dustin, how's that working out as a multi-shop owner? I mean, you have some other unique opportunities uh, that I'm sure you had to, to cover and apply. And, and how is it from a communication perspective, not just internally in each shop, but also across your network? So we haven't seen much, uh, like enterprise setup on the, uh, the auto vital side. I, I, maybe that's something I'm not aware of that it has where the guys can communicate from shop to shop. If it is, that'd be fantastic. Right now we utilize Slack to do a lot of that store-to-store -store communication uh but a lot of good feedback they do like the chat function they like that it can go to individual specific people it's not so cluttered they can talk to just the one guy they need to talk to and uh, not everyone's seeing it so yeah that's been that's been a very very well received thing and one of our locations the office is literally in a separate building than the shop they're two separate buildings so they utilize the chat function quite a bit so yeah. being that it's not everyone's tablets not beeping all the time whenever there's something going on it it helps prevent distractions and it really goes directly to who needs it so they, they have been utilizing that quite a bit that's actually how we got bill right bill used to run back and forth from uh, across the parking lot from uh, multiple buildings and i remember when when bill first got signed up over there craig's they that was the first thing bill bill said was that it, you know he, he didn't have to run out to that shop anymore so one of the interesting, yep. So one of the interesting things is we talk about the note and image editor, but there's some other functionality that's been moved there to go ahead and save time. So the ability to go ahead and change the status or change the condition yes. or change the action is all there in one place. And for shops that if you're doing some editing and you've got some great pictures and stuff in there, you've marked up the ability to go ahead and download them and save them and use them for your social media posts. So for you know, continue that customer interaction oh, with cool. content you've already created. It's all there in one place. So I just like to go and point out some things that uh, maybe these guys haven't discovered, but they were put there to make their lives a lot easier. Hey, and do you have, um, do you got a graphic? Is it, is it, are you able to show like the before and afters on that? 
So, um, yeah, let me share my screen. Let's see what we can go ahead and come up with. And we can go through a couple different things. Yeah, just to give a good idea. We got this on. Considering maybe they haven't seen it yet and uh, really give you an idea of, of the difference there. Um, because, you know, in Uva, while, while Bill's loading this up, I mean, what was kind of your main goal of, I mean, I know we had piled up a lot of kind of feature requests and the need to do kind of an overhaul at that point. But um, I think one of the big takeaways or one of the big benefits that came, that was so noticeable was the speed and performance increase. Was that what you were setting out to do or, or was it something different? No, that was one of the of the goals and one of the really, you know, tough to accomplish, uh, especially when you scale and add more shops to the system. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, I don't know how often we discussed on Facebook, can we save this one click and it turns out into a lengthy discussion where you think it's just one click. So what, what's, you know, what the fuss? And, 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 but if you do that over and over again, you know, it, it, it's really important to look at the process the service advisor, especially is working on it and, and then save that click, right? Or even more clicks. So, so we really took a <clears throat> closer look at how service advisors work and you know every shop is different is probably the most quoted statement by by shop owners when you talk to them but we really try to establish a, a best practice and 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 i believe for the the image and notes editor is a perfect example where we were successful in accomplishing that and with guided now which we are probably going to talk about later we took it to a whole new level to save Tons of clicks. Yes. Well, Tom, can you verify you can see my screen now? Looks beautiful. Awesome. So what I want to do is just go ahead and go through here a little bit. And, and for people like uh, uh, Matt and Billy Catching that have been doing this for a while, we probably need to go ahead and remind them what things look like. So this is the TVP um, from the past. And now when we went ahead and changed it, now this is what we have to work with today. So if they want to go ahead and comment on some of the tools that they see on the screen here that we now have that we didn't have before, you know, now would be a great opportunity to go ahead and have them kind of speak up. Well, I know, um, I know just the aesthetics was a big, uh, a big campaign at the beginning of TV, TVPX as far as how, how it's easier on the eye. It's a little bit easier to kind of decipher what's being looked at as you just kind of glance across the page. So I know there was a lot of intention with, you know, color choice and button size and a bunch of things there. So as you showed that first screen, it, it kind of took me back to, you kind of get lost in the sauce on this one. Whereas on the current one, on the X, there's much more easy, there's easier ways to kind of get through some identifiable, identifiable places. Um, and that was a big uh, goal that I, I do believe TVPX accomplished very well. Um, just that top that, you know, that task manager up top there, uh, we, we kind of touched on that. I mean, that, that's kind of the, uh, the hub for communication for the individual that's at that workstation. So that, that is specific to the person that's logged in. 
and it will show things across the group depending on settings or it will just specifically speak to that person. So like I've got mine set up to where I'm looking at not only my individual communications, but also um, the other service writer and anybody interfacing with it. And it, it kind of it gives the, the service writer a, a place to constantly check in or be alerted that there's something that's waiting on them from another member uh, of their team. And that, that's a big thing. Yeah, if, if I may add, add to it, uh, because that was, I don't know, we changed the implementation quite a bit because there is not just one process, right? So in general, you can basically say there are two schools of thought. One is everybody has their job, gets task assigned, and there is something like a foreman or production manager was later the the term service manager, where that distribution of work is being kind of centralized, right? Mm -hmm. That is what you see there, uh, Bill, if you go back to uh, your Zoom, you know, in this case, it would be the 13 tasks for me assigned by either a configurable algorithm in TVPX or by a person who is in charge of assigning tasks, right? The other school of thought is we're so busy, we don't want to have a manager distributing tasks. We are all working off of a pool of tasks, right? Um, especially smaller shops um, prefer that kind of work. And and, and that is where you see uh, the shop version, right? You just say, Oh, I mean, 91 for shop, something needs to be investigated, right? Something, <laughs> but uh, in, in general, in the concept, you say, oh, there is pending stuff. Uh, it doesn't really matter who is it assigned to, I take it and do it. And everybody can see the progress on that just by clicking on that button, right? So we really wanted to support both kinds of, um, school of uh, schools of thought can i just ask a like a clarifying question on those tasks are those tasks that you would assign through like the business control panel who who creates those tasks where do they come from um very good question so yeah. there are automatically configured tasks so for example if the inspection is done by the tech the service advisor on the work order gets automatically a task or the production manager if that role exists, right? So that's automatic. Um, if, if a work you remember order... before, I'm sorry to interrupt. If you remember before no on TVP, right, there was a big yellow box and it would just fill up with all of kind of the process steps that happen, right? Tech A submitted an inspection sheet, right? Um, yes, okay. And, and that stuff would become almost unusable Right. It was nice to have it posted, but but it, but what this does, Dustin, is like 90% of your tasks, probably 95% of them will be automated, right? They're a process step. This got done, so you the next step is now assigned to Dustin to review the inspection and edit it and mark it up, right? And, and so what happens in there is now it's actually a very interactive list of tasks. And then anything that's going to be custom created, you know, I want to give you a task to, Hey, make sure you pick me up a burrito on your way back from picking up those parts. You know, then I'm going to create that manually, but the vast majority of those tasks 
are automatically created. Um, and once you actually do the step, right? I, so I edit the inspection sheet and I move it into the next workflow step waiting for approval. Guess what happens? That task is automatically completed as well. And so it's, that's because that, that's one of the things I really want to point out is, is, you know, a lot of people look at this and they go, ah, it's going to be so much and it's more work. Well, guess what? It does so much more for you, but it's actually less work. And, and, and that's where we'd like to explore that as well. And I, I want to give a few other examples, right? Sure. When a tech has finished all the work, the task, the service advisor gets an alert, a task that this um, tech doesn't work on this vehicle anymore, right? So you can assign the next vehicle that if you haven't done so, or you can, you know, at least check the workload for that tech and, and, um, take the next action or when a vehicle goes into waiting for work finished some shops redistribute work to optimize the technician's load right so it's not one technician going to all the work on one vehicle from beginning to finish there's a specialization going on and the distribution of the work takes precedence over ownership of a vehicle and then the production manager can see, oh, this tech is overloaded, this tech is available, boom, right? And that's another reminder. So the time for doing that is when all the inspection results came in, all the approvals have been done. It's very clear what the scope for the vehicle is. And, and so you can configure there to getting a task uh, as a reminder to redistribute work. Yeah. Um, if I may just throw something in there too, I didn't even think about this, comparing the old to the new, there's also some features as, as for your service riders to give themselves reminders uh, on specific tiles here that we're looking at, um, like the one that's marked uh, Al Harris uh, to the upper right-hand corner. That service rider has physically marked that that customer is called by that arrow with a circle around it so that's a way you can kind of keep an internal note to yourself that that counter when the timer stops in that component you can either go to the, the tile for bill o'connor two over that's a that's a voice message that was left so you can leave notes to yourself that hey i called that person or that person's called and maybe i couldn't take the call i need to call them back or if um, if you weren't able to leave a message, you can. There's also a, an icon for that you call. Um, it seems to be any more that I run into it every now and then, where I'll get a voicemail, and the voicemail mailbox is either full or hasn't been configured, and then it says goodbye and it hangs up on you. Well, at least I know I left a message, and then from this same tile, I'll actually send a text message to that customer letting them know that, hey, I attempted to reach you. Um, give me a call when you've taken a few minutes to look through your, uh, your inspection results. So those are some things that I don't believe the old system had. And if they did have it, I, wasn't, I didn't use them. But now I find myself using these little things um, as notes to myself. And then on a secondary note, if you don't necessarily like the way that this is formatted right now, let's say everything's been done on a car 
the work is in is been sold the tech is currently working on it and you want to be able to kind of take some of the clutter out you can minimize these tiles as well uh, where where the little uh down arrow up arrow next to waiting for work or what have you um you can actually close those and there's not actually a display of that on this picture but then that way it's a mental reminder to me that everything is going smoothly on that car. The tech doesn't have any notes for me. Um, I've got, you know, authorization, everything's going smooth. Um, and then when something comes up in the task manager, I usually open it there and then I can open that tile back up if I need to, to as a reminder, okay, there's something else I need to do. Do we have the wrong parts? Do I need additional parts? Do I need additional time to be sold for that technician? Um, so those are some more features that, that the X platform has that I don't believe the old product had. Exactly. And, and that was, you know, an expansion of those special markers, right? In the past, you're dealing with three of them. And now there's special markers, not just for service oriented or custom special markers, but also for the, for the customer, as well as the vehicle. So you've got a lot more of those kind of, um, you know, easy, fast, uh, image-based kind of reminders and communication tools to, to help uh, your service riders and your whole team uh, stay on the same page. Thanks, Billy. That was brilliant. I mean, there's great op op observations right there. That's why we love having you on the show. Moving right along, this is the um, antique um, note and image editor. So just so we can remind um, Matt and um, Billy. And then... <laughs> When we get down into new ones, then we've got some additional tools to go ahead and work with. And, um, you know, this is actually in the guided mode. So basically it's going to walk somebody right through it. But here's the different node areas. And then, you know, up in the top here, this is where you can actually modify the conditions, status and, and action. So lots been added there. And then also we get down to this section here. Now we've got the image caption on, on the bottom. Um, if they're in a guided inspection sheet, they come through automatically approved. So that saves the service advisor a step. They can damn near go ahead and mark this up any way imaginable and also be able to go ahead and, and save and download for their social media. So, um, you know, if, if they want to go ahead and kind of talk about the difference of the usage here and having everything all in one spot, they talked about a little bit earlier, but um, now they've got a little bit more of a reminder of, you know, what it used to look like versus what it does today. Yeah, for, for this one, it's this is more with that service rider hat on as far as having all of that edit ability in, in one screen with, with clicks around it, as opposed to jumping into the photo, making some alterations, jumping out, jumping back to the notes, jumping back to the topic. This right here is kind of a, an, an efficiency, um, incredibly efficient with how you're able to modify and edit that inspection to get it presentable. So there's significant improvement in here from uh, you know jumping the notes from the tech right over, doing a quick edit to make it presentable for the client. Um, again, like Bill said, a lot more versatility in how you can edit the photo. That little green check mark, you know, you can drop that on because because our process is uh, we we want to have pictures of the good and the bad. And so I may have a photo of a perfectly good looking belt instead of one that's cracked. And I can just put a little check mark on it for a quick note that says belt looks good. And then I'm off to the next one. So, so if you have that environment where you're asking your service writers to uh, be in the photo editor, which we all know the more that get edited, that 
it increases uh, customer engagement. Um, that's a metric that's measured and can be verified. And if you have someone that's fallen off again, the accountability piece, but there's a lot of uh, gain and benefit and streamlining that occurs in the photo editor now versus the, uh, the, the legacy one. And so with your permission, what I'm gonna do is also remind you of what the work order pop-up used to look like. And then we're gonna go forward to where it is today. And now you can see that you've got a lot more tools right at your disposal here, also to save time and add some clarity. Yeah, that's one of the biggest improvements. I mean, from a, just from a usability perspective that, that I, you know, I mean, I really liked uh, personally because you just have everything at your fingertips now to make those edits and adjustments. And you might also point out, guys, that even from this screen, let's say you're looking at it here and you decide that something needs to be altered. If you rolled over to the, to the topic on the far left, and uh, so like if you were looking at the cabin air filter, if you click on cabin air filter, it will open that again and you can actually make modifications again right from there. So let's say the picture was in the wrong, was in the wrong space. Maybe the tech like, comes in or leaves a note. Hey, I, I accidentally marked something as good and it's really not. You can, you can do it from right here in this screen too. You don't have to necessarily go back into photo editor. Yeah, that's the feedback I got from my guys as well. Just how much more user friendly this system is compared to the old one. We had hired a new service advisor just a week after switching over. Right. So now we got the manager who just learned the thing and now he's teaching someone else within a week. And uh, just uh, the user friendliness has just been uh, they've been really uh, giving a lot of thumbs up on that. And then hovering over the cursor over little tabs that tells you what it is, that's huge also. Back, you know, back when we started, we had a reference sheet. What does this little tab mean? Mm -hmm. You pull out the sheet, oh, okay, that's what that is, right? So, um, so those are a couple of things that we're talking about, about it being user-friendly, that yes, it is a lot more user-friendly. Yeah, and that really helps with training new new hires, you know, because then if they have the question, instead of going and trying to find you and stop and doing what they're doing, they like you said, they hover over, gives information, hit that question mark, and you can go right in deeper and actually watch a video that Bill's created in that library uh, and give you all a training on that segment. And so we've broken it down by segments. You need to know about this piece of the video editor or this piece of the workflow page and what to do with it. Boom, you've got that help right there on board. Uh, and it really, uh, I think, expedites uh, ramp up and training for somebody who's new. So, you know, that all those tools are built in, folks. If you're not switching yet or you're not, you know, looking at uh, maybe even switching point of sales since you can take advantage of this, uh, that's exactly the reason why. There's nothing to fear. Everything, you know, thanks to Dustin, thanks to Matt, thanks to Billy, thanks to all those Turbo guys, everybody else who's gone in and kind of went through that uh, initial development and giving us that feedback has has packed this thing full of the tools to help you to succeed so thank them uh get on the facebook form and give them a couple of thumbs up and thank you get the demo and get in there and just get it going in your shop so that you can take advantage of of those that we've been talking about billy what are we looking at so this is the um chat. legacy um chat and now we're going to switch over and now here's the toolbox that is now the different type of chats along with the task manager we have here. 
So when a message comes in, the first thing they're going to do is get this ghost chat and it'll hang around for a minute. And if they miss it, they've still got a reminder over here. Um, when the chat comes in, anything that's got a number here, I let them know it hasn't been looked at. They have the ability to go ahead and, you know, tap on any of these to send a read receipt. And then there's certain things like this that are going to create tasks that'll um, be in this number count on the top, and then they'll appear in this task list. So really, it's almost damn near impossible for something to go ahead and get missed because a lot of these automated tasks are created for review notes or reviewed inspection or browse topics, or even send a doggone payment request to the customer. You know, as you do it and they step through there and you do individual parts of them, they basically will go ahead and actually clear the task. So um, again, you know, a service writer, we all know they spin like a top all day long. This is gonna go ahead and, and help them um, make sure nothing gets missed. Now, is this customizable, Bill? as to how many tasks you want to hit? Well, the ideal situation is that the tasks are gonna be automatically created all day long. So the goal for everybody is to go ahead and have no uncompleted task. So the higher the number is, the, the further behind you're getting. So, you know, a big zero and no red marker there anywhere is, is really a good thing. Yeah, Great question. And you can always use the filter function, Dustin, to keep it lean and mean, right? You can tighten it up. So you can view everything or you can really tighten it up to an individual or a vehicle, depending on how you filter uh, that view. Okay, thank you. Yeah, sure. So this is all about good, clear communication without interrupting the wrong people or in, even in cases where you have to send a message to groups of people, that's all possible within here. So, you know, next time one of your technician needs to get all the monsters together to go ahead and push in that one-ton truck, uh, basically just, um, you know, hit that group check and get all your bigger guys together and, and push away. So again, these are all here. And now this is a comparison of yeah. The legacy inspection sheet that, you know, you could tell how long a customer has been with you by looking at the size of their thumb. And now over on the right hand side, you can see that this is expanded, but everything's a nice clean interface ready to go for the customer. Yeah, your, your customer feedback with the, with the new platform is going to be significantly better. Um, it, we've had nothing but just really great compliments about how much nicer and how much easier it is to read from the, from the customer's viewpoint. Um, and then the, I think Matt had mentioned it earlier, the ability for the customer to switch between good, bad, and ugly without reading the rest of the report. Everybody's time becomes more and more valuable as we keep going forward. And some people don't really, they don't care to know what's good. They don't care they don't care about anything other than what needs to be done right now. And then maybe that might back up and look at what you left for future recommendations, but their primary focus is, Hey, what are you telling me was what my, what my car needs today? Yeah. And you have the ability to do both, right? You can set it uh, to, to do either. Um, gosh, we're at the top of the hour. So, you know, Folks, we wanted to get a little bit, I think, more into some of the other functionality, you know, talking about guided. The good news is in two weeks from now, mark your calendar, two weeks from now, we're going to be doing a how-to segment on Digital Shop Talk Radio, and we're going to be talking exactly about TVPX, how to set up some of the things, how to use some of these tools, how to get that guided uh, going, uh, so you don't want to miss that one. We know we've kind of really uh, piqued your curiosity if you're not already looking into it now. 
Uh, but you really want to get into the, uh, the, the, the segment that's coming up in two weeks so you can really get under the hood. Uh, and it's for folks that uh, maybe you've already been using it and you're looking for some help uh, or you're new or you're about to transition. Uh, if you know anybody who's in that, make sure you send them the link. Get registered, folks. You know, it just takes a minute, hit that registration button so that uh, you get the emails and the reminders and notifications for the show so you don't miss them. And you can send them out and invite some of your friends that, you know, this is going to benefit as well. Um, gentlemen, I can't thank you enough for coming on. Uh, you know, it was great, great, great discussion. Um, you know, really, uh, I think a great diverse panel that has different kind of, uh, you know, path to, to making the switch different use model, right? Different application of how you're using the tool. But really at the end, if you noticed, everybody kind of gelled together in the same type of benefits, right? And really those things are, are, are very noticeable, not just from the customer or not just from your team, but also even from the customer. And so, uh, you know, really uh, can't thank you enough for coming on and sharing your experience uh, and kind of taking some of the fear I think out of making that switch. I mean, we had some pretty interesting stories about, you know, just kind of waking up and having 20 minutes to get prepared uh, to get it done. And uh, can't thank you enough. Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks, Thanks for guys. Me. My pleasure. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Have a great yeah, day. Always, thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank you. And always, Bill, you know, thank you for taking us through that uh, trip down memory lane. That was pretty awesome uh, seeing the differences and just really, I mean, it was kind of shocking even to me uh what a big change it is to be able to see that visually uva of course thank you for for taking the time to come out you know thank you for being so open and helping us to develop this program with these folks to get to the level that it's at uh you know most a lot of places don't do that and so really a big thank you to you so unlike the jingling kind of change that's in your pocket this is the kind of change that's actually going to go ahead and get that folding money so um you know just dive in there and get her done <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and uh, next Wednesday, uh, next Wednesday, we're talking with Frank Scandor. We're going to be talking about the role of production manager, shop foreman, whatever you want to call it. And it really ties in because I think when you're looking at it and, you know, you will, we'll talk to you about, and you have the opportunity to ask those questions about when it's the right fit, you know, from a volume or shop size perspective. But really when we're talking about this digital shop and we're looking at this process and you heard all three of these gentlemen talk about it here today, and they all have different size operations from three multi-locations to, you know, uh, Billy with a couple of folks uh, cranking it out for Aram uh, over there. Um, it really is, uh, I think, uh, something that's so copacetic with this program, with this tool and this solution. Uh, next week is going to be a, a can't-miss episode. Frank Scandura, same time, same place, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, tune in. And like I said, hit register so you get those reminders and you're able to invite more folks uh, because we're here to help. And if you've got sh uh, show ideas, uh, you want some specific topics, Feel free to reach out to us through that Facebook forum. We'll be more than happy to build some shows around that uh, for you in upcoming episodes. Until then, get out there and make some more money. Uh, looking forward to talking with you next Wednesday. Thanks, Thank man. you, guys. Good All job. Right. Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you.